0: hello everyone and welcome to the godzilla fire podcast my name is max his name is jesse welcome to the
1: top five fictional american heroes nice hair jesse Thanks, mate! I've just taken me hat off because I got all nervous about the camera and I thought we can't both be wearing out so people won't know who's who. So I thought I'd take it off. It's got a bit of a cut. Look, see how that's shaped shaved on the side? Very it's nice, good. very nice. And we're both uh, blonde bombshells, except I've got more hair than you. Your hair's a joke, mate. It's You're a 30-year-old man, nearly. Yeah, and I'm in lockdown. <laughs> I don't have to impress anyone. No. So, um, anyone listening on Listener's Stuff, we're doing this live on... Are we on YouTube? We are on YouTube, live YouTube. from the world of YouTube. Lovely. So if we make reference to visual stuff, that's why. So sorry if it's boring for you listening types. But you can find it on YouTube and watch it later, right? Exactly. And then
0: people can uh, follow along. And, and this is watch it
1: watch forever it. now. Yeah, exactly. And I like doing this format. I
0: like having um you and me facing each other. I like seeing your face. Thanks, babe. It's um, lovely. So America. It's their America yeah. coming up. How do you feel about America?
1: I like America and American things. I don't like their racism. Mm. Um, but I like, I went to America for the first and only time um, last year, end of last year, and everyone was very lovely. I went to Texas. They were all very nice to me, and I really like it, and I want to live there, so I'm a fan of America. Would you go predominantly for Texas? Like, you've one place, that's it. I'm a bit of a homebody, mate. I think, you know, like... You know me. I don't visit. I l- allow people to visit me. I don't like to move around much. Um, but so yeah, only because I know it. But basically, no. I think I'd happily. I'd live anywhere except New York. New York seems like a horrible place to live to me. Why? city in it and and full of new yorkers (laughs) but like it i think i don't know it feels all built up and like what i like my america that i like the america that's in this guy's soul is like expansive Um, it's rural america that's what i love i want rocking chairs outside of houses no one locking their doors because they all know each other shotguns you know what i mean like that is the America that I want to live in, and that ain't New York or LA and places like that. I'm not bothered about that. Just want nice rural happiness. You're a country. Get out of bad property, <laughs> that sort of thing. <laughs> Just rocking back and forth with Ma my... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Where Coas the Cowardly Dog lives, that's what that's where I want. live. Nowhere. Yeah, okay. the middle of nowhere. Excellent. Um, I love that we're doing this
0: episode to kind of celebrate America. You,
1: you haven't actually said what we're doing. You've just no, I haven't. About I America. haven't. <laughs>
0: Jesse, well, there's like a big, big text here that says top five fictional American heroes. I don't want to spell out yeah, for but the people deal. are
1: listening. There's, people will still listen on Spotify.
0: So probably more people because this is dead, a new dead thing. They're dead, dead to me. Um, so yes, in this week's episode, oh, I can see the anger in your eyes, Jesse. I can <laughs> see, see the fury um so in this week's episode we're looking at top five fictional american heroes and we're not taking it from the stance of what you might think we're not going to be talking about captain america we're not going to be talking about hulk hogan <laughs> we really did though ted but not ted bundy um we're going to be looking at um we're going to be telling americans who they should be honoring this independence day people they should be looking up from two limey bastards over in the uk we've got a better handle on it
1: why do they call less slimy?
0: No idea, Jesse. Bet there's a reason, though. Probably. This is why we need a researcher, like, sitting there.
1: Yeah, Jeff, look that up, or something. But exactly, and then they do really that bad. mouthing thing, and they're like, it's because <laughs> of <laughs>
0: they're the trips of Max. Dover.
1: <laughs> they're cheaper than Def, Dover. Deaf people have no use for podcasts, Max. Like, they're, li- <laughs> they're not listening. Hence the visual medium. They can read lips. Yeah, there you go. I will return all of your drawings. <laughs> oh,
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. So we're going to run down the top five uh, fiction American heroes. And at the end of the show, we're going to play an old favorite game of Germany versus oh, Florida. I, forgot about that. I need to find a, a Germany or Florida thing. Don't I? Sorry. I've got like three lined up. I'm ready to go. Yeah, but I want to give you one. Okay, that's fair. So um, while I'm talking and you're looking bored, you can uh, do that. Yeah, I'm doing it right now, son. Yep. <laughs> <I can tell. laughs> uh, for people who don't know Germany or Florida, it's uh, an old game from a fantastic radio show called Loveline. When I used to have a radio show and Jesse were guest, we'd always play it. So it makes sense to bring it back for America. And the way you play is all of the craziest stories in the world, either originate in one place, Germany or Florida. We give a story with no clues, and then the other person has to guess whether it is Germany or Florida for bragging rights. Sound good? Sounds banging.
1: He's got his concentration face on. Sorry, I'm I'm just just reading stories of crime, mental crime, but um, no, continue. Thank you. So,
0: American hero. Now, we've gone for fictional, because otherwise it'd be boring as shit, wouldn't it? We'd be
1: talking about George Washington or yeah it's um uh, ted bundy <laughs> but ted bundy. Uh, we've, uh but we've yeah but we've also gone for like the unsung heroes i think i think we've got we've gone for the unsung american heroes of your culture americans mm-hmm. and um i feel like you need to give these people more props because sometimes you you're two guys but you're too quick to look at sort of the big, burly, brave men of America. And sometimes there's some characters just, like, underneath the surface that are actually making the world go round, and you need to love them more.
0: Exactly. And that's uh, that's what we're going to bring to the table today. Shall I
1: start with uh, with my number five choice of who I think is an do American? Not... So I know this is live and we can't play our music and stuff, but do we not have to... Can we do something so that when you put the music in afterwards for the people listed on Spotify, it'll still be there, right? Yeah. So... Okay. Top five music. I happen to love the number five. I have to pick up. I'm wearing a nose.
0: I Marvin, you're naked. Stop
1: looking at me, Swan. Yes. You have until the count of five. There it was. There was the top five music. If you're listening to it back, what an edit. All right, guys. I prefer the live version of Jesse just doing his own oh, well. remix or something. i have always from Florida. Going for it. Um, so,
0: American Heroes. And I'm starting off strong, and I don't think Jesse can follow me on this one. At number five, by the way, to get Jesse's attention or to look up, you just say his name. There it is again. <laughs> go on, look down. Look down. So, the, the world economy in Jesse is crumbling. See, there you go. At number five, Steve Stifler from American Pie.
1: I'm so angry that you thought of this before me because he deserves to be on my list and he right. would have been but you've stolen him uh from the American Pie trilogy um, Steve Stifler who is a staple of our upbringing I think I, I I wouldn't
0: even begin to argue that point with you Jesse it's uh it's a shared love let's be honest and he goes by many names Stephen, Steve Stifler or the Stifmeister to his Com- confidants
1: yeah and i am the, the jazzmeister.
0: you are the jazzmeister. yeah you take a lot of influence from steve stifler and that's kind of troubling
1: loads so every time it's someone's birthday my go to facebook thing to put on their page is happy fuck day arse mouth that was taken from um america Pie* three stifler says it excuse me to um jim when he thinks it's his birthday but it's actually a wedding um engagement party mm-hmm. um then what else um he says it's on like donkey kong um another point which i've said many times um he's he's my boy he's your boy and the what thing is, is you've you've said
0: them so oh, whiskey he's a reformed gentleman you said it so much yes. but oh <laughs>
1: not, not a lot it's not even whiskey it's um it's absolute
0: oh why are you not, get, like a
1: tool then about? It's just in a little glass. Well, right, I was sharing. I was sharing one of these bottles with Bobby, so we poured them both into little glasses, so it was all equal. Now I brought it upstairs, so I'm using a posh glass. It's when you
0: came into the room. It was filled up like you would fill up like a shot of whiskey. So I thought you were just being really pretentious
1: and filling your beer. Oh, oh! Look at that. No, he- no head on that, ba- baby, baby. <laughs> no head on that bad boy. <laughs>
0: Baby, um, sorry, Steve Stifler. He is, in my opinion,
1: probably everything that's wrong with America, but also everything that's right with America. He's what every he's what every American teen should strive to be. Yeah, yeah,
0: hundred percent. And um, he he has the freedom of speech. He says whatever he wants, Jesse. There's there's no filter there. It's it's that whatever amendment. I boned up before I did this episode (laughs) Uh, and he's just like yeah Yeah. I'm going to say what I want and do what I want and that's beautiful
1: what was that speech he gives to to his football lot before he doesn't give the speech, the coach gives the speech he says you don't score until you score but when he says it Stifler goes that's right baby (laughs) which is um, just a a wonderful indictment and um, clarification of that speech
0: that's true. But he has fired up the boys before. He's, he's rallied them. American Pie the Wedding. What a leader in American Pie the Wedding. That wedding wouldn't have happened without him. He really wouldn't. And
1: what's interesting as well, I rewatched watched American Pie not long ago, the first one. Hmm. Um, Stifler, not a major character. No, He's probably got 12 minutes of screen time throughout the whole film, I would say. I mean, he sort of comes in, says the odd line about them being dickless. Then yep. there's the bit, when um stiff when Finch uh, takes the laxative, stifler gives Finch the laxative. Yep. Um and oh and the webcam bit. Um that's and then he faints when he sees Finch with Stifler's mum. And that's about it. That's all he gets in the first film. Yeah.
0: So that was really confusing. I was checking the stream and I could hear your voice and your voice. That was weird. Um but yeah, he wasn't because. I guess with that kind of character, if you're going to overdo it in the first one, he is kind of too much as a person, right? Yes. So it would just be a bit shit. Because you don't know how people are going to react to him because he's an asshole.
1: Just like yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, but I get loads of lines in life. Um, I'm the main character everywhere I go. But... Um, he. Yeah, I know what you mean. But then they realized that Stifler was like a huge thing. And um, America Pie two, like he was in it loads had three as well. But he is he is an American hero. Where's Sean William Scott, the actor that played Stifler? Where is he? What's he doing? Why haven't I seen him in a long time?
0: I don't know. Like last time I saw him, he was doing um, The Goon, which we enjoyed greatly. Then The Goon 2 came out, which was not as good. Didn't even know The Goon 2 was a thing. Oh, it's worth a watch. Like it's it's not as good as the first one, but it's still worth a watch. And then he was amazing at role models. Role models is uh peak film. Yeah. I seen that. Yeah. You have seen it. We watched it together. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. When? When we lived together. Why? Because <laughs> I wanted to amuse you and please
1: you, Daddy. <laughs> I don't remember that. I've got no memory of that, sorry.
0: Yeah, thanks for that lovely evening. Why do people not remember lovely evenings with me? It's very very disheartening. Um, He also embraces his sexuality a lot. I think that's important for very repressed Americans. He fucks Jim's grandma. He fucks Jim's grandma. He
1: makes out with Jim. He does, yeah, but in order to see some hot lesbian action. Exactly. Uh, Fair enough.
0: Hot lesbian action just always takes me back to Eric Bischoff, and it's it's a troubling correlation in my head.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I know for a fact that there's a few people that listen to our podcast, like people I know that aren't really up on films like this. <laughs> they're going to be listening to this. Like, uh, what is going on, uh, which I'm quite looking forward to. Well, they're all on Netflix now. And so all of my picks as well. Are they? Every yeah. American Pie? Yep. Yeah. Right. Treat
0: yourself. I watched um, number one day of the week and it was delightful. It's good times also in american pie reunion we find out that he's just kind of like a common working stiff he's just working in an office and he's like fuck this i don't want to work here anymore and he quits so he's an every man he's an every man he's, he's he is relatable to the common man that's why i think steve stiffler as you said jesse every teenage boy even every teenage girl should have a bit of steve Stifler in them and just really <laughs> if he had it his way yeah and then um just embrace that i don't give a shit attitude that's what i want
1: i completely agree what an excellent start steve stifler we salute you sir who are you gonna pick by the way you know we have our um <laughs> by the way is my username gonna what come up give? on the on the youtube um we got, I went for Jesse the Max Rapist. Nice. nice. <laughs> so, so that might that might appear for people watching. Sorry. Um, He's not. Um, <laughs> I've lost my train of thought. Um, what was I saying? Uh, I know, I got very distracted by rapists. Like, yeah, specifically a you rapist. <laughs> um, no, yeah. I love I Stifler. That's a good okay, start. Okay, good,
0: good, good, good. Um, number four from good you. Mine.
1: Okay, um, who should I go with first? Um, no, no,
0: no, it's in a specific order.
1: <laughs> is it? I'll put it on uh, the screen. Oh, okay. Here he is. Right, so um, I didn't know it was in an order. Like, I just thought we could just do it. I thought I'm freeform, yo. I'm an every... ...man. No. Um, like stiff. So this is, Um, his name is Coach Klein, and he is from the critically acclaimed... <laughs> should have been an oscar-winning film called the water boy which is one of um adam sandler's vehicles um coach klein is played by henry winkler who um, everyone knows as the Fonz, um lovely man by all accounts and um a great actor he plays this coach who this coach right of a um high school football team american football team americans um he has this team. It's terrible. But he used to have this book of like really good plays. Um, plays, as in not like Shakespeare, like like as in American <laughs> like, <football>. sonnets, <laughs> as in like American football plays, like tactics and shit. So he had this book. He wrote them. He was amazing. He was brilliant at it. And then this other coach comes along, big bully boy. And um, this bully boy coach basically takes the book from him. And now this rival high school with this coach is an amazing team because they're using Coach Klein's plays. But he um, can't do anything about it because he starts off as a pussy. And But that's why Coach Klein is an American hero, because he starts off as a pussy. He's scared of this other coach who's stolen his stuff. Then the film, even though he's not the main character, Adam Sandler playing the water boy is the main character who basically plays a mentally handicapped lad, but he was yep. in the 90s, so it was all right. And um, then, but Coach Klein is on his own journey because he learns to deal with his own fears. And eventually he's not scared of the other coach and he faces everything that makes him a small person. And also he has Roy Orbison tattooed on his ass. He does. What Mama I don't know won't hurt her. Exactly. So he's got these, so he's good at these pep talks, which is important for Americans. Americans could do good pep talks. Um, so he pep talks um, Adam Sandler to play American football against his mama's wishes. But even though he's a bit scared, really, he does get over it. He had a mental breakdown. He gets through that. And he's a brave, brave man. And I think that he needs to be celebrated more in American culture. He he could lead the Patriots to the Super Bowl every single time. You know,
0: just- absolutely. He's a goddamn hero. And where did the term Bully Boy come from? Because we've been using
1: it for about 15 years now. Bully Boy. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It just alliterates well, doesn't it? It just rolls off bully the boy. Yeah, Bully Boy! <laughs> just, I just really like it. It's just <laughs> a fun thing to say. I don't know. Maybe it came from somewhere, but I'm going to... Until someone challenges me on it, I'm claiming it. Claim it as our own. I think that's fair. Um. Yeah, so Coach Klein. Coach Klein! How does it... <laughs> There's the
0: farmer who is the defensive lineman coach. No, one, no, no one understands. you kind
1: of... <laughs>
0: that's how he talks. That's how he does his
1: plays. I like it after they win their first um, their first football game and they're at like, the after party at the fraternity house or whatever. And that guy, that defensive lineman, the farmer guy, is just like topless with both of his nipples pierced, just like chasing around all these women. It was a simpler and better time. It was. Waterboy, as a film... We're gonna bar. do
0: what am I? What a <laughs> wow, <that> suck! Um, <laughs> we're gonna do top five Adam Sandler movies, which a lot of people have rolled their eyes at at one point or another, which is
1: criminal because people that <laughs> roll their eyes at Adam Sandler films haven't seen the good Adam Sandler films. No, they,
0: they go like, oh, Jack and Jill and all of you know, all of his terrible sisters. No, 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 he's a
1: world class actor. He well, yeah, I mean, he he plays himself or a handicapped lad but he does both very well and, <laughs> and, and i can't even play one film. of those well jesse <laughs> <laughs> exactly well. i don't know you've done a pretty good job at a handicapped lad most of your life but, <laughs> um, but um no there's 90s adam sandler films that to be fair you probably had to watch them between the ages of like 10 and 14 but we did and that is what makes them so special to us happy gilmore's undisputably a good film i think
0: it is. I think uh, Happy Gilmore is that one th- film that everyone agrees with is good and is they enjoy his Adam salon movie. I watched a fail video the other day where a guy was golfing and a swan came to attack his uh, his golf bag. and He said, stop looking at me, swan. My <laughs> it was the funniest thing <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. Amazing. That's a that's like a mashup of Adam Sandler. Exactly. That's exactly what I want to do. Um, But Coach Klein is played by I always forget his name. Henry Winkler.
1: Henry Winkler. Yeah, the Fonz. The Fonz. And who is one of those guys who? So the Hoff was the same. um, Who sort of David Hasselhoff and Henry Winkler? These are American celebrities that are A-list celebrities in name, but D-list celebrities in work. Do you know what I mean? Like they they don't everyone knows who they are but they don't get the big a-list jobs to the point where people like the Hoff and henry winkler come over to this country and play bad guys in our pantomimes every christmas <laughs> which I, I really treat really them enjoy. like gods david Hasselhoff like... was captain hook yeah i can't think of a better casting for captain hook than david Hasselhoff. no it's brilliant and um also i um I did think that Michael Bolton would make a very good Captain Hook. He should come over here and do that one day. It's true. There's the the Lonely Island song where he sings about Captain. I Jack's think that's power. what that's what made me think because I saw him in that yeah. gear and I was like, he'd be a good Captain Hook. <laughs> Book it, Make it <laughs> Um But Coach Klein is
0: he's an he's an everyman because like he he carves his own path, doesn't he? He he takes a direction which not a lot of people want to take, and he rises from the ashes, Jesse. He does, he and, and
1: and if you people haven't seen the fit, you have to understand the mental breakthrough he went through. So after he's had his book stolen by the enemy coach, you see him on the phone to his mother, and he is talking to his mum saying, "I can't do the plays. My my uh, book's been stolen. What do I do?" Um, and the camera pans down as he's on the phone to his mum. As it gets lower, you see that the phone is not actually connected to anything. The cable has been cut, so he's not talking to anyone. And then it gets further, and he's wearing nine-inch high-heel stilettos. So this is is the kind of breakthrough this man went through, but he came out the other side. Is that a breakdown,
0: or is that just high fashion while making a phone call?
1: Nowadays, it's high fashion while making a phone call. But in the 70s, which is when that was, because he was a young man from a 90s film, it's um, bad times. You're good with the maths, Jesse. You're good I'm so maths. good with the maths. Oh. I learned reading. Oh, you Americans as well, because I know you're all listening. Um, you say math, which is wrong. Didn't we do this bit with Steve and then Steve corrected us and I didn't care for... No, Steve. well, Steve Steve said, well, actually, it's because um, math <laughs> is short for mathematics, eh? So, <laughs> I, um, so I thought, oh, OK, maybe that's true. But then I thought, no, because mathematics still ends with an S because it's a plural thing you're doing mathematics so you're doing maths steve <laughs> <laughs> what, why do we bully and
0: victimize steve so often so i know he'll, he'll,
1: he'll listen to this as well and um, he'll message us saying no, that actually quite my feelings and then but then we're but then we're on his show and we're like we love
0: you steve <laughs> best friends best friends and uh and it was canada day yesterday as
1: steve, of recording yeah steve does a podcast called da podcast um, Steve Fingerstyles is his handle and stuff. We're plugging him, see, so it's good. So go listen to him, everyone. <laughs> I like your, like wave of, your hand, wave of approval. <laughs> Big on, fellow people. I'm also
0: wearing a, a Canadian hockey jersey for this American show. So um... yeah, I've got my hockey jersey there. I could even it up and put on an American hockey jersey. Should we do the the oh North? My God, of... I can't hear you. What are you saying? There we go. And then we'll kind of balance out the North Americas of the world and. Oh, he's so frantic! Bless him. Look at him go. I can hear you again. There on. you go. Now, now you've got the the difficult thing of putting on your jersey <laughs> while your headphones are <laughs> on your head. You didn't think that through, did you? I didn't think this
1: through.
0: Sorry, right, you can take them off. I can talk to the people. It's fine. Right. Yeah. Okay. So the people who can't see. Don't... And me. also, he doesn't realize he can still talk. It doesn't matter if he can hear me. He could still make communication right now. And Jesse's a great guy. Great guy. Great guy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There we go. We're both in hockey jerseys, but I'm wearing a nice Texan one because nice. um cuz of America.
0: North American pride. Love it. Okay. Anything else you want to say on Coach Klein from the Waterboy? I really have a craving to watch Waterboy now.
1: Me too. Um it's not you couldn't make that film today. It's not acceptable to play a mentally handicapped lad like that. Um but it's a very good film. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got to say really. Coach Klein, Henry Winkler in general. Henry Winkler as a man. That's if we go nonfiction for a second, is a dude as well. So um, i love him if you listen to interviews with him he's just the nicest man ever
0: i think a lot of our in fact all of our picks can be the fictional person and the real life person american heroes uh yeah i would agree with that yeah um what was i going to say about henry winkler there's a new show called barry on hbo it's not new it's in its second season but it's won a whole bunch of emmys and awards and it's fantastic so uh go watch it is he in it he is in it he's like uh, he's a drama teacher Ah. And he teaches this young lad named Barry who wants to become an actor, but secretly
1: he's a hitman. Ooh, that sounds fun. Like Dexter, but with acting. And comedy. And comedy.
0: Okay. Wonderful choices, Jesse. Wonderful choices. Are you ready? For... I'm, I'm taking, taking it a bit more serious now. I'm done playing around.
1: Oh, yeah. I remember your next one. Um, all right, go. I think this is the
0: most justified choice of all of them. Like, legit. Yeah.
1: I'm I'm about to blow your mind. Okay. Mm-hmm. President Thomas J.
0: Whitmore from the hit 1997 movie Independence Day. Did you ever watch Independence Day? No. Wow, you <laughs> <Yeah>. swine. <laughs> I know.
1: I've never seen Independence Day. It's like one of those massive holes in my film knowledge.
0: I don't get how you escaped the 90s or the early 2000s while watching Independence Day around someone's house. Oh, you didn't go around people's house because you are
1: unpopular. (laughs) Some lonely little, lonely child boy. Lonely little boy. That's it. I was sitting in my own room watching Adam Sandler and Jim Carrey films and Power Rangers. This explains so much about your personality. It hurts.
0: Okay. So let me tell you about President Thomas J. Whitmore. A President America you can be proud of every goddamn day. Because, Jesse, he is not only a war veteran. That's right. He fought in the Gulf War. He makes mistakes and he owns up to it. And that's okay. But he's a true leader who didn't retreat in the face of aliens invading. Could you imagine if aliens invaded today, Boris Johnson and Donald Trump handling that? Um, no.
1: (laughs) What would be the response? Like, honestly, what would be the response? COVID is arguably an invisible alien. Very tiny alien. Yeah, tiny, invisible alien. And... Like, it could be, I mean, it couldn't be argued because it's not true. But I like, just say it was. Um, Boris Johnson and Donald Trump have proved that they can't even handle that. So what would they do if actual aliens appeared? What in about, destroy? why have you picked this president and not Jack Nicholson in Mars Attacks? <laughs> if, we're, if, we're, if, we're go, if we're going for presidents that have dealt with alien invasions, why Jack Nicholson in Mars Attacks surely takes the cake. Jack Nicholson handles it terribly. Basically, <laughs> Earth gets taken over. Yeah, Jack Nicholson Jack runs Nicholson. away. But he's Jack Nicholson. Those eyebrows, man. He's a, I love Jack Nicholson. Can you do that again? That was kind of I like that. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we don't do the visual medium. Yeah. Uh... He's he's escaped the B two movement, isn't he? Alleg- oh allegedly. yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> I don't know how because that guy can't be on the up and up. No. Jack Nicholson and Russell Brand, two people that normally have an opinion about everything, um, suddenly were very quiet when all the Me Too stuff was going on. It was like, hmm, why aren't they? Why aren't they in the media at the moment? <laughs> I'm just going
0: oh to go to shop, probably, <laughs> like, six to eight months. It's always the quiet ones you got to watch, people. Always the yeah. quiet ones. Um, President Thomas J. Whitmore is a better choice than Jack Nicholson, Jesse, because... <laughs> He actually leads the country through in a proper alien invasion. I'm talking about the Empire Strike, uh, not the Empire Strike building. That's uh, a Star Wars movie. The Empire <laughs> State Building gets blown up. The White House gets blown up. All of these famous landmarks. It's a world invasion. And he steps up to the, well, Will Smith and um, 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 Jeff Goldblum step up to the plate. And it's beautiful. And you Jeff- know what he does? So, Sorry, what, you have a comment about Jeff Goldblum? Now I like him. I didn't know he
1: was in Independence Day. Carry on.
0: Yeah, it's literally Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum fighting aliens. It's the greatest film ever made, Jesse. Sounds pretty good. Well, what do the aliens look like? Uh, they're kind of um, like a mushroom. Front face <laughs> like <of> mushroom. You. <laughs> Front face of mushroom with tentacles, but little arms. They got like little little arms as they walk, and like bowed legs. They kind of walk a bit.
1: So like a jellyfish.
0: Like a jellyfish. Yeah? I'm, I'm much...
1: They're, they're not scary. No, they're scary, Jesse. <laughs> I just hang out at beaches, waiting for people to get stung so I can piss on them.
0: <laughs> it's not a revelation we needed or after all then.
1: <laughs> Wasn't needed. So basically, <sighs> or I just get myself stung. And it's
0: like, Someone come wee on me. Oh no, I've been stung and I don't oh. have a cure. <laughs> Where you have you been stung?
1: Yeah, where have you been stung? Right, right in the mouth.
0: <laughs> you make it very hard to continue my job.
1: <laughs> Sorry, uh, President Jay Whitmore. He's alleged. No, oh, I remembered. That was cute. No, I read it. I read it. Oh, oh yeah. I forget <laughs> the text is
0: on the screen. I gave you too much credit. Then. Um so as president the alien invasion comes and most presidents would kind of sit in their locked box while protesters gather outside but no he actually gets in a fighter jet to go and fight the aliens alongside his common man he, he fights the battle with them jesse and before he does he gives one of the greatest speeches in television not just television history american history Can so give- much so that Donald Trump actually plagiarized this speech for his for himself. That's how good a speech this is.
1: Did he? Well, what yep. bit? Can you give me like a too long I'll, didn't read? I'll give you. No, I'm gonna give
0: you the last couple of lines. I'm gonna do my best to make this as gravitas as he did. We're fighting for our right to live, to exist, and should we win today, the Fourth of July will no longer be known as an American holiday. But as the day when they declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. Tear. Literal tear, Literal chills, Jesse. Literal God, chills. I love you. Whew.
1: That's powerful shit. Although the not going into that good night is ripped off from Dylan Thomas, who is a Welshman.
0: <laughs> what do you want me to do with that praise sure. the Welsh they didn't <laughs> do fuck all in the alien invasion Jesse They'd fuck all you don't know that just because the cameras
1: I... weren't there <laughs> could you imagine just <laughs> cutting to a lovely little Welsh <laughs> valley <laughs> get boy, oh. Get them. <laughs> Tom Jones was in Mars Attacks the Welsh Tom did Jones their bit. Was in... <laughs> the Welsh did their bit in the alien invasion then why are we still
0: comparing Mars Attacks <laughs> to Independence Day? They're very he, separate films.
1: He closes the film with, um, I believe it's it's not unusual. Is what he closes um, the film with? He does. Doesn't he lose his head, or is it Pierce Brosnan that loses unusual. his head? What were we talking about this recently? or Was I talking about it with someone else? Probably someone else. You bring up Tom Jones a lot. No, it wasn't specifically Tom. Talk- no, it was um, it. No, it was Mars Attacks. I was talking about. I don't think Pierce Brosnan lose. Doesn't um, who's the one that looks like a horse from Sex in the City? yes horse girl she um she to, like her head gets put on a dog or something yes that's it is that it sarah jessica parker is that sarah her jessica name parker. camilla parker <laughs> they're all horsey something like that they're all yeah they're all horsey she does look like a horse though oh we shouldn't criticize the way people look i i love her um i love the the rise of that then just she's a
0: horse <laughs> i feel bad for saying that everyone's beautiful <laughs>
1: i said to you about a girl who looks like a horse earlier and we were we said something quite crude about um having sexual intercourse with her and you said and you just messaged me going um, just do it from behind and put a sugar cube in her mouth <laughs> so people listening this is the true max when he tries to sound all professional on it that's the sort of thing he sends me when i talk about women that look like horses
0: i said it in a much
1: nicer way than that much nicer just do her from behind and put a sugar cube in her mouth. <laughs> My career is over.
0: <laughs> My friends are leaving me. Uh, Got a laugh out of you, though. So that's what it matters. Um, yeah. It's just going to be you and me left at the Like everyone's going to leave me, and I'm just going to be stuck with you.
1: That's the plan. That's the plan. That's where
0: <laughs> Jesse tells story is. <laughs> I'm counting on it. Let's make Max as lonely as possible. Um, so. The president fights alongside his people after his rousing speech. He wanted to sacrifice himself to destroy the aliens by flying up into their stuff. Um, But then someone else did and it was heroic. He did actually die in the sequel. Uh, No one's going to watch the sequel shit. Um, Actually fight the aliens for the second invasion. And that just shows what a true American hero he is. He is the quintessential what an American president should be. Fair play. I like him. Good job, President Thomas J. Whitmore. Well done, Thomas J. Whitmore.
1: You ready for yours? Yeah. Put it up on the screen. I don't, I, understand
0: what what I don't understand how you're going to do this one, but at number two.
1: How could you not... Like, so, um, this little lady is called um, B- it's called Buffy Summers. She is the titular character from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And this has nothing to do with the fact that I re-watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer at the moment. And I'm a little bit obsessed with it. Um, but... Um, so Bobby's never seen it. Bobby never saw it the first time round. So she seems like the typical type to watch Buffy. I know. So she tells me that she was in love with Freddie Prince Jr. as a child, then she found out that Sarah Michelle Geller was with her and vowed to herself she would never watch anything with Sarah Michelle Geller in it ever. So, <laughs> I so think that's she, fair. I think that's yeah, a fair, it is fair enough, yeah. So she's never watched it, but now I'm making her. And um she I, well, um, I never knew that actually about you. enjoying
0: it. I never knew that you were a Buffy fan. Oh
1: the uh, if it was big in the 90s, I was there, son. It's true.
0: Well, you and me hung out post-Buffy. Like,
1: yeah, each yeah, yeah. Buffy ended. was done after. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, primarily as a kid, I liked Buffy because of Spike and Oz, right? They were the two characters that I liked. And I think that's quite a big part of my personality, because Spike is just a rambunctious, punky British man. And Oz is Seth Green, who people always say, there's this picture that someone sent me once of it's an awards show or something and it's a picture of Simon Pegg and Seth Green like having a drink together in the after party or whatever and someone said that's you and Max it looks like you and Max (laughs) so you're Simon Pegg and I'm Seth Green I'm cool with that I'm totally cool
0: I mean there's other people in Hollywood I wish I'd look like
1: but (laughs) I'll take it yeah I've said there's certainly people you would not want to look like I think Simon oh, Pegg okay. and Seth Green are okay as our doppelgangers. Yeah. Um, but anyway, but Buffy, this is specifically about Buffy. So Buffy, you've got it every time you take your hat off, mate, and that mop of hair comes look, down. Look, it's it's quarantine. What do you want me to do? Like, it's what dread- am I going to do with this? It's just dreadful. It's I've been I've been getting my hair it's like, quite nice. I've been shaving the sides of my head and stuff. So well, I at least is, look respectable. This is why I'm wearing a hat. All right, let's just move on right go about your vampires i'm seeing my dad my dad listens to this Uh, i'm seeing my dad for the first time in a very long time in two weeks i think um and i'm really hoping that he is a bold gentleman and he always keeps his hair very close but i'm really hoping that because of quarantine and stuff he's going to turn up with like long hair basically looking like um hulk hogan Like Hulk Hogan. Yeah, that's what I want. I want my dad to look like a British Hulk Hogan. (laughs) Uh, And then he's like, (laughs) Dad, if you're listening, can you wear a do rag when we meet up, please? (laughs) Um, So, anyway, Buffy, the Vampire Slayer. She is what you don't realize about Buffy, mate. She is the first, I don't know about the first, I haven't done my research, but like she's like a massive female protagonist on mainstream television right that's not a big thing so i watched this interview with joss whedon who wrote and directed um buffy the vampire slayer like created the whole thing and he says that he was sick of seeing um horror films when the pretty blondes were always like the first to die in all these horror films they were always victims and he was like why can't we make a pretty blonde an absolute badass so that's what he did so she is a hot blonde that shows you don't have to be a cheerleader. You don't have to be just on the arm of some hot dude. You can be like a lifesaver in your own right. She keeps Summer High, or whatever it's called, where she lives, um, which is weird, so her surname's Summers as well, um, which is too coincidental. But she keeps it safe from vampires. Not only vampires. There's there's teachers that are... Oh, no, sorry, giant praying mantises that disguise themselves as teachers, there's yeah. werewolves. You remember that? Yeah. There's, um, what else is there? Um, which ones I watched recently? Oh, there's an assassin guy that turns himself into a million worms. That's just how he moves about. Um, she has to face up to her boyfriend when her boyfriend turns evil and fight him. She does some really intense stuff and makes powerful decisions as a hot blonde. And I feel like that's underrepresented. And Americans, you can be hot. You can be blonde. You can be a girl. And you can still slay those vampires. be an absolute badass. I was thinking about this. Slay girl. Slay girls. Slay. Um, I was thinking about other female people that I admired as a kid. And Pink Power Ranger popped into my (laughs) head. Female (laughs) people. Um, Pink Power Ranger popped in my head as another sort of woman that would kick ass. But when you think about it, she was a damsel in distress more often than not, really. She was. And the Green Power Ranger would just come and... Oh no, initially the Red Power Ranger would try and save her. Then he got cock-blocked by Tommy the Green Ranger, who just swaned in with his flute. And he... Um,
0: <laughs> and he completely Which, cut. by the way, I've tried many times, never works. You cannot play a flute! <laughs> no, you cannot
1: play a flute and pull any form of person. But you can if you're Tommy, because he plays a flute through a mask.
0: How do you you
1: even do that? The mouth is covered on the mask. And he still still, does a tune. He still plays tunes. So, I mean, he's got gifts that all of us need. Maybe that's uh, the secret. Maybe that is the secret. But anyway, Pink Power Ranger was a damsel in distress, really, when you break it down, which is a shame. Kimberly, I love you. No hard feelings. But Buffy um, was never a damsel in distress. She is always the kick-ass one. She's hot to trot. And I love her. Fair, fair.
0: So I I feel like she's an American hero from the perspective of if the world was overrun
1: by zombies and vampires. Well, it helps, but like she. But what I'm saying is, she's an American hero because little girls were watching that in the 90s, going, "I can be badass." Do you know what I mean? Exactly,
0: and she could also because you you dusted over the fact that her boyfriend, when you said he got a little bit mad,
1: he was a vampire. She's a vampire slayer dating a vampire. So he was a vampire, but he was a nice vampire, but he had this curse on him where he had the emotions of a human, um, but he had to be... He was tortured with like what he'd done when he was an evil vampire. But the only way to lift that curse is, to, um, is for him to be free of all guilt. So for him to not be worrying about anything. And then... That all the human humanity goes through him, and he becomes evil vampire again. So he became an evil vampire again after he slept with Buffy for the first time. So Buffy basically jizzed the humanity out of him, and he <laughs> and he went evil. Excellent, and I, huh? I don't know. I don't know if you've ever. I don't know if you've ever slept with someone and had the humanity jizzed out of you. <laughs> but it's pretty intense. Only once. <laughs> <No worries. laughs>
0: Was it right for weeks? No. Beautiful. Um. Yeah, I can't argue really? with you. Have
1: I won you over? Because you, you were you were cynical when um, I wasn't when I cynical.
0: It's like Buffy is fantastic, and and I love her dearly. And she, if if I was living in Summer or whatever they call it, I'd feel safe knowing she was around.
1: Exactly, you would, wouldn't yeah. you? And she and blew up the town. And yeah. we like Willow. I like Willow. I like Willow in everything she's in. American Pie, How I Met Your Mother, Buffy she been in anything else i don't know that's pretty good though she's a talented actress man i mean she's not she's kind of set for life with those three yeah they're three like top-notch things that she's done
0: fair play yeah in fact the whole cast of buffy is fantastic
1: yeah i agree um anthony head the guy um that plays giles the british guy he's cool did you know he's got a little jeremy beadle hand what no yeah no watch out for it mate so uh my dad actually um told me this um because he met him and uh he's got a little hand. but he for um, americans he... that don't know a beetle hand was oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah americans won't know what this is <laughs>
0: <laughs> there was a comedian talk show host uh jeremy beadle who had um a shrunk what do you i don't know the medical term for it we call it a beadle hand in this case,
1: <laughs> it's, right. just a be- it's just like a little deformed Some... hand that, yeah deformed yeah. hand yeah the sort of thing that comes from like parents smoking while pregnant and things like that. Exactly. Um, but yeah, um, but yeah, he's got a little beetle hand, but he, uh, when I was, um, uh, so I play an instrument called the cajon for anyone who doesn't know. And um, I used to be in a band and play it. And we used to call, cause we used to have a, a special little microphone stand for the microphone for my instrument. And we called it the beetle mic. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, um,
0: Oh, you never want to. Can we not have that as the description term for something little? Imagine
1: being in bed with someone and they're like, "Oh, he's got a beetle." <laughs> Be awful. I thought of a good American reference. So the guy in Scary Movie Two, take a strong head. Yes, he's basically one of them, right? A little hand like that. Um. So yeah, Tony Hair does one of them. Um. But he doesn't want anyone to know. Sorry, Tony. Um. So he um always you watch him in anything he's in, he always has one hand in his pocket. Or he very artfully sort of finds ways to hold things and stuff. So his left hand, I think it is, is always obscured. Mm. Just constantly in everything he's in. But how cool is that? Like, he's really got it down to an art. You just never see one of his hands. And now that, I've watched, t- now that I've told I'm, you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've watched Buffy. I, I've done a rewatch at least three times in
0: my life. Never noticed that before. And I'm going to watch yeah. it for a fourth time.
1: <clears throat> yeah, yeah. you Yeah, you have to. And you'll watching, notice. like, where is it? Where is it? But you never see it. You never see you you never see that hand. It's always hidden. Wow. i am f- what, what what a fact, Jesse. There you go. Fact bomb. Blow my little mic. <laughs>
0: Beautiful choice. Uh Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Buffy Summers as an American hero.
1: She is. And she's hot.
0: And she's hot, which never hurts when you're looking for a hero. Holding on to a hero. Um right. What
1: what's that face? Look, at, I don't know what's wrong with my face. It's I don't just know. my it's face, really
0: grimacy. <laughs> gonna it's just... hurt someone.
1: <laughs> it's just my face.
0: God, put it away. <laughs> it's gonna do a whole show like this for now. Um, we're on to number ones, and then we're gonna play Germany versus Florida. You ready? Born ready. Born ready. Number one, kicking off on my angle. You can't argue with this one, Jesse. I've won this. I don't want to argue with it. Do it. All right. I'm Do real. it. Uh, my, my number one pick is, please put that out, Uncle <laughs> Phil.
1: <laughs> Uncle Phil from The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> uh, e- excellent choice. Um, thank you. Also, um, the voice of Shredder in, um, in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yes. which is an important, an important fact, I think. So if you think. If you think he's too nice, just remember that he did try and kill four lovely turtles. When you explain the plot of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like that, it just sounds horrible. You tried to kill four (laughs) lovely turtles. Four lovely turtles. a bit of pizza. Yeah, they did. And the skateboarded as well. Skateboarded and pizza. That's like, I am a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle at the moment, because that's pretty much all I'm doing with my life. I got my my board. Oh, wait, the microphone's in the way. Oh, there it is. Looking good. Nice pink skateboard.
0: Goes with my personality.
1: Max tried to do a 180 pivot um, the other day, which is possibly the most basic of of skateboard tricks, and really at the end, fell off and uh, yeah, basically crippled it. He gave himself a beetle hand.
0: Yeah. <laughs> From now on, I'm just going to be holding books so no one can see what's going on. <laughs> That's right. I like Thank you. Skate-
1: skateboarding is like all-inclusive and no matter what your ability you know um everyone's welcome we love everyone but when you fall off <laughs> it's the only exception i make <laughs> and i will belittle you jesse's, and then carry there. On jesse's there coaching kids
0: underage you know and <laughs> un- underprivileged children how to skateboard and they're like i'll just i'll step wrong
1: and like, ah, look at him yeah, exactly I hate Says so me. I'm a go- I'm a goofy mongo. I'm the worst type you of You are a goofy mongo.
0: And that's not yeah. an insult for people who don't know skateboarding. <laughs> he, he pushes off the bo- with the board of his back foot yeah, on the, the wrong side. side. He's an idiot. Yeah, but it works for me. It works for you. I tried it. I did fall over. I didn't tell you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't Run make round. sense.
0: Yeah. Uh, this, why do we share on a recorded medium? Why do we have this relationship? You okay. can't,
1: can't edit this way either because it's can't? going out live on YouTube.
0: No. This is it. All right. Uncle Phil. I'm going to tell you you about the history of Uncle Phil. So he grew up on a farm. He was a country bumpkin hick known as Zeke back in his younger days. He moved away. Became a civil rights activist in the 1960s. He was awarded a scholarship to Princeton. He went on to Harvard Law School. He was put on the board of the NAACP. He was awarded the Urban Spirit Award for his work in promoting civil rights. He is a conservative but runs as a Democrat. He is a hardworking black man who pulled himself up from nothing to become one of the most influential judges in the state of California. He raised a family and he took in a goddamn nephew, Jesse Benz. He's an absolute legend. He is... The American Dream. (laughs) He is everything you want to be in life.
1: Yeah, I can see that. You're right. He is the American Dream, like ultimate family man and crazy successful in his industry as well. And the prejudice he must have come up against being a black man. It's um, it's impressive stuff, and I like that about Fresh Prince of Bel Air. um, That on the surface, you watch it and you think, like I remember. It sort of passed my mum by, um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, because it was on sort of nineties and so we'd watch it, right? It'll be on BBC Two before The Simpsons or whatever. Yeah. And um I'd watch it and enjoy it, but mum never really did. So when I talked about it, about it to her a couple of years ago, she was like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like a stupid sort of sitcom. And I was like, No, there's so much That's so because no, like, okay. so, you start when you first meet Uncle Phil, he's just he's the typical dad figure in the sitcom he's the one that's spoiling everyone's fun you're slightly scared of him he's the dad do you know what i mean yeah. but then as as the series goes on like you say like in your description of him you suddenly realize all this stuff you peel back the layers of the onion baby and you start to realize that there is a lot to this character and this character actually has a really good heart yeah but it, but it takes it takes a while to realize that and you have to stick with the series but it's um it's actually it's really well written the uncle phil character
0: I'd, I'd probably say it's the best-written character in the whole show, without mm. a doubt. And what the most famous scene, which everyone loves, is when um, Will Smith's dad comes back into his life, and then he abandons him again. And then there's that moment between Will Smith and Uncle Phil that is just like tears me up every time. Jesse, why does he want every- me, man? Yeah, and then the hug. Oh, uh, how badly would you want a hug from Uncle Phil?
1: Oh man, that's a he's a nice. Big man, isn't he? To it's all I want right now, just to be you. swaddled. Ah, oh, do you want to talk about it, mate? I'm very lonely. <laughs> do you want me to? I'm, I'm gonna. I'll put on some quarantine pounds for you. And next time we meet, I'll be able <laughs> to give you a nice meaty hug. Thank you. That's all I want. I'm not gonna let go for a while. It's gonna be beautiful. Yeah. Um, but
0: Un- Uncle Phil is. He's just a very level character. Like, he's got his success and stuff, but he never forgets where he's come from. And I think that's key as well for that American dream and that American understanding, right? To not forget your roots, hold on to what you believe in. He still believes, obviously, in the civil rights stuff and doing what's right for the little man. And that's why he wants to become a judge. And exactly. He became a judge. He became a kick-ass judge. He's and got he's... a nice
1: house in Bel-Air. He does. And he's a hell of a snooker player.
0: Hell of a snooker player. What's, wow, what's the name it? I forgot what his name's the uh, snooker queue. but yeah, favorite episode: <laughs> Breakout Lucille. That was a yeah. Lucille. <laughs> so good.
1: He is good, but so yeah, that is that is a lovely choice. And to be honest, I don't think mine quite um quite holds up to it. You've you've done a very solid number one. I, I,
0: yeah, I'm kind of pulling the race card on you a little bit, so you can't. <laughs> not,
1: I didn't even, I didn't even notice he was black, Max. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't see the world like that, okay? Exactly. God. Uh, by the way, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. You're right. It's it's a solid for a sitcom because it, it was just like a sitcom based show, but there were so many moments in it that like really
1: hit hard. Yeah, I remember that episode. Ve- where... It was just a vehicle for Will Smith's rap career. Yeah, they just they just took his like. Rapper name and let's make a sitcom around him, and it'll make more people know who he is and buy his records. That's the only reason it started. Yeah, but I remember that episode where um they get mugged at the
0: uh, ATM and Will takes a bullet for Carlton, and then Carlton starts to go and get a gun, and it's just like this proper. I love sitcoms that do that. Like Scrubs does it really well, and Fresh Prince where they take kind of like real issues in a sitcom, and they're like, yeah, yeah, we're a funny ha ha show, but. Pay attention, man. Yeah, pay attention to real life.
1: Yeah, that's good. It's good stuff. It is good stuff. Good stuff.
0: Um, Would you ever want to see? Because they're all about redoing the shows, bringing back the shows from the nineties. Would you ever want to see a Fresh Prince of Bel Air remake?
1: Maybe with Will Smith as the Uncle Phil character. No. Correct answer. (laughs) It's a terrible idea because Will Smith has become is is so famous now that. We we all know him as Will Smith. Do you know what I mean? Like, and he wouldn't be able to play a character like Uncle Phil because we'd just be looking at it, going, "That's Will Smith." It's true. He's so famous that the most generic name in the world, Will Smith, we know who we're talking about when we say Will Smith. There's only one Will Smith, even <laughs> though it's the most. Do you know what I mean? Even though I mean, it's like it's which like. like you mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like Joe Blogs or, but um. yeah it wouldn't work why do we have to remake things that are perfectly good as they were um i heard that they're rebooting beavis and butthead i saw that today why and also like that humor it obviously won't be as good because you can't do that humor today and that's a good thing that we've moved on and you can't do sort of sexist racist um humor in the same way you could in the 90s but that doesn't stop us like occasionally going back and watching that stuff from the nineties and enjoying it and finding it funny, but still accepting that it's a product of its time. And you don't want to see anything new like that.
0: Exactly.
1: You laugh and then you go have a
0: wash. I feel so dirty. Exactly.
1: So League of Gentlemen who have like humor in them that you couldn't do today. They did some anniversary specials a couple of years ago that, and they actually got away with a lot, which was great. Uh, But the last line of the last episode is uh uh, one of the characters says to the others um it's it's not right to stay here we shouldn't stay here but you can always visit which is a really nice sort of closer of the whole series just sort of saying yeah just saying like there's a time for this but and you can always come and just watch it and enjoy it but we're moving on now which i think is nice and that is what a lot of a lot of tv series should do that
0: That's what this podcast is going to be. The 100th and final episode. We'll just close on that line. Ignore what we said in the past.
1: I think we've only been doing this for like, what, two and a half years or something? And I feel like the humour we used in the first few episodes is already dated. (laughs) (laughs) It's
0: not okay, some of the stuff that we talked about in the first couple. We did a whole episode on Chris Benoit.
1: Probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah, we did. We should do a follow-up, actually. What did I just say? (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. That was good. Okay. I, was, I was drunk for the Benoit episode as well. So it, was drunk. After, it was when the um, World Cup was on and England had just played a game. So i have been out and I'd drunk a few and then came home to talk about Benoit with you. And I remember you doing that intro. You just came on and went, Christopher Michael Benoit
0: <laughs> was a professional wrestler. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. It was good times. Uh, would you like to please present your... A, another dad... You're presenting another dad. Yes, another dad called
1: Phil. How about that? There it is. There he is. So um, there is a another sitcom that um, got a bit shit, as sitcoms do, I'm sad to say. Um, American sitcoms. Sorry, guys. All your shit goes on too long, and it always too gets long. bad. Um, but um, for the first few series, this was one of the best sitcoms I've ever seen in my life. It's called Modern Family, and the character is Phil Dunphy who I view as America's dad. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I've noticed about your top fives recently? It's whatever you're watching
0: or consuming at the moment is your top five. (laughs) I live in the moment, guy! (laughs) Jesse's been watching Buffy and Modern Family for the past couple of weeks. That's that's Jesse's attention span and memory. It's amazing.
1: yeah that's uh, yeah but still it's it's fresh it's fresh in there right now he's America's uh, dad go on he is America's dad so um as he says himself um, he doesn't parent he parents he wants to be their peer but with a sort of fatherly edge to it I love the way he connects to his children is something I think many American dads um should follow his example on he tries to be he tries to be their friend but not in the bad way like it's his re- I think his relationship with Luke, in particular, his son, especially in the earlier episodes, is lovely. Because Phil mm. Dunphy is a complete man-child. And when Luke is himself, like, eight years old, like, tiny, they're just, like, a double act, the two of them. And Phil Dunphy is immediately down to Luke's level. But he can still be a dad when he needs to be. And he can still be an adult, because there is a character called Jay, who is his father-in-law, who um, is also a lovely character in his own right. Um, but is a very masculine character in a way that Phil isn't. And Phil feels a bit threatened by by his father-in-law in in that way. But he still stands up to him and is his own man as well and proves that you don't have to be macho, macho, masculine to be a man and to be a good family man and to be the head of a good family and to be successful in your life. And I I think he is. He's successful in his life. He's got a good job. He's got a great family, banging wife um and lovely kids and it's just happy days i think he's a he's a he's what every american family man should strive to be is phil dunphy the world would be a better place if there were more phil dunphy's out there
0: i 100 percent agree um when you're saying about him in the earlier season with luke he reminds me of my dad when i was younger my dad was very much like that he was kind of silly bring it down to my level and then was a dad when he needed to be a dad. And I think that's a good approach to take. <coughs> yeah. The, uh, the strong arm, keep him at a distance. You you will play football. So, you know, that kind of stuff. Doesn't Yeah. Work.
1: Although I will say, you'd say it about, um, reminded like Phil Dunphy is America's dad. I love him. He's on this list. Um, but um, I don't know if I've ever told you, but um, Jay, the character, the father-in-law, who is also a stepfather to a child, really reminds me of my stepdad, Roy. Like, there is a lot of Roy in Jay. And when I watch his relationship with Manny, who is his stepson, and and sort of like your son, but not your son, and like all that sort of weirdness, but the way he handles it is... Just like my stepdad was. So that gives me the woman fuzzies watching it for that reason as well. But that's lovely. <laughs> Again, Max and Jesse understanding of how we work as human beings.
0: <laughs> Loving, supporting father. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Keep him under this. But Phil Dumphy, uh, yeah, every, every American should be Phil Dumphy. And America would be just a beautiful, peaceful, happy country if they were.
0: I think so too. He shows his weaknesses, but he is also still respected. Like I know they kind of make fun of him as the dad figure, but they also they still respect what he says and lays down a law on.
1: Exactly, and yeah. and he's all and he's always got like sometimes it's twisted for comic effect, but he's got logic behind everything he says and does, which um, which I admire. Yeah, and if I'm ever a dad, I'm just gonna make up logic. <laughs> make up logic. <laughs> But but your plan is just to become a stepdad, though, right? That is my plan. I I need to find um, abroad. No, not abroad. You can't say that anymore. <laughs> we, we just had the conversation, Jesse, about what you can't. Oh, someone's. Yeah, I'll just come in after someone's already had a few. Had a few.
0: <laughs> just picturing Jesse on like first dates. Oh, lo- lovely to meet you. Um, any kids? Any kids? No. <laughs> oh. oh. Okay. Um.
1: Okay, yeah, I'm a natural born stepdaddy.
0: <laughs> I don't I don't have enough time to unpack that. <laughs> I, I don't have enough time to go into all of that. Um but yeah, I think Phil Dunphy's correct. He's a real he's a business owner, he's everything you said, he is quintessential America and it's what all men should be. What all men should strive to be is a combination of Uncle
1: Phil and Phil Dunphy. Perfect. Yeah, I was still going to try and combine their names then. Then I realised they're both called Phil. <laughs> Can't do that. Phil, do Philip Banks. <laughs> Uncle Phil. would Yeah. So Max, when Max sent me his list earlier, he put Philip. Um, what's Philip his name? Philip Banks. Philip Banks on the thing, and I was I like, work. "Who the fuck's that?" Yeah. Uncle Phil. Everyone knows it was Uncle Phil. That's his name.
0: Yeah, I changed it. Look, it's on the text. There it is. Right,
1: oh, right. Oh, Back to mine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, wonderful choice. I'm going to put a light on, so amuse the people with an anecdote. Do you have an
1: anecdote? Um, no. God, no. Be quick. There you go. just going to sit there in silence. So, so Max is putting a light on. I'm not sure why. Um, yeah, probably because he wants like more light on his face because he's um, a very acne ridden man. Hello. (laughs) I never had acne as a kid. You were quite an acne child, but I've always been a smooth baby. Shut up. Yeah, I still get spots on occasion. It, I don't know, when, when's it supposed to leave? Because like, I'm 30 now and I still get spots. Like, what's going on? Am I going to be a pensioner with acne? Because I feel like that's the way my life's going.
0: I feel like that's what, yeah, yeah. Um, this is my last podcast. I've got till five in my 20s. Oh, right. I thought
1: you were just, I thought you were just calling quits <laughs> on <the show>. this. This <laughs>
0: is my last show.
1: It's been, a, it's been a great ride. I was like, we should talk about this. Um, <laughs> yes, it is. Your birthday is next week. Um, mm. Which is very exciting, which is your birthday always falls on the weekend that New Forest Folk Festival should be. So I'm always at that festival on your birthday, but not this year for obvious Best reasons. Best friend. Best friend, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, way, mate. Money. Uh, right, mate, It's nice. I should probably get you some here, shouldn't I? Probably. Uh, Make an yeah, I didn't um, get you anything. You do have to get me anything. No, you didn't. Know. You're terrible with that. You should work harder at that.
0: No, but the plan was, before this lockdown happened, because I was telling you that you have to do something for your 30, if you do something big. And you're like, I don't, I don't really want to. And I was like, Jesse, you go, I don't want to. I was like, go on. It's like, I want to get all your friends together. Like, oh, all right, that sounds like a good idea. And you were going to have a party around your mum's house and you were going to invite all, all your mates and, and then
1: lockdown happened and it didn't happen. I bullied her into it as well. I didn't even yeah. ask. I saw, I saw. I saw I said, mother, I shall be having a party at your house. <laughs> Get the crockery out, woman <laughs> Doilies are a must Doilies, yep uh, Have you got a present for me? Here, come here, come here There's your present <laughs>
0: <laughs> But it would have been, but I still think we should do that I think we should have, because um, Matt didn't have a party either So we should have just like a little, to the three of us The
1: three amigos, we've all had lockdown birthdays
0: and We'll just get, get on it, get on it boy <laughs> Okay, so that was uh, the top five list. Let's just do a quick rundown. At number five, we had Steve Stifler from American Pie. A quote, Jesse, your favourite Steve Stifler quote?
1: Oh, God. Um, uh, happy Fuck Day, Ass Mouth. He's happy Fuck dog. Day, Ass
0: Mouth. Yeah. Fucking right, doggy, that's good cake. That's the best. Personal favourite of mine. At best. number four, we had Coach Klein from the Waterboy. Coach Boy. Klein. Gatorade.
1: <laughs> what, what, a what sucks. A sucks. It really,
0: really um, sucks. In sync, I love it. Number three, President Thomas J. Whitmore from Independence Day. Number two, Buffy. Uh, you need to, we're doing quotes from everyone. What's your President J. Whitmore quote? We will not go quietly into that good night. This will be nice. our Independence Day.
1: Number nice. two, Buffy Summers. Nice. Um, oh god, uh, she's not very quotable, is she? Yeah. Um, she called someone a furra um, instead of a fura on the last episode because she was referring to a werewolf. I quite enjoyed that pun i liked it i liked it uh number one from me uncle phil will <laughs>
0: good good quote thank you we gonna do a jazz throw if you want and, and number one phil dumpy from modern phil family Dunphy.
1: i like it when he says um i'm down with all the um i'm down with all the tech speak i know like omg oh my god wtf why the face <laughs>
0: <laughs> what can we campaign to make a wider face i really <laughs> appreciate why that. the face and that is who America, you Americans, should be looking at for your American heroes, this independence day, instead of your people in power.
1: <laughs> Look to Do you these think people people are gonna tune into this episode, like hoping for Captain America and G.I. Joe and the people like that, aren't they? And, what a swerve. And yeah, a they're swerve. not they're not they're not gonna get it. Sorry guys.
0: I think, you know, we're what is this? Episode seventy eight. I think they should know by now. Yeah. Fair, what, they're bad, getting. Bad what they're getting.
1: Do you want to play a spirited round of Germany or Florida? I do, to, just to close the episode. Should we are we gonna make this a regular thing just to sort of finish off the shows, or is it just a one time thing? Why are we doing it, Max? <laughs> That's what I'm basically asking. <laughs> <laughs> it's got Florida in the title. Why not? And I just okay. Flor- to... Florida's in America.
0: Exactly. We used to play it on my old radio shows, and I really used to enjoy playing them. Yeah, fair enough. No All one right. else liked them, but All I enjoyed them. Fair, fair. Yeah. Okay, I've got uh, I've got a fair few, but I'll um. Where shall I start? Okay, ready?
1: Ah, uh, yeah. Can, okay. I, Let's
0: can I start. So, a man faces prison for fake fishing in a lake. So, a man is in trouble because officials are convinced that he's a poacher. He claims the trout that he was supposedly poaching were frozen fish purchased from a local store that were already gutted and ready to cook. All he wanted to do was show he was a good fisherman to his kids. I'm starting off sweet. It gets darker.
1: Okay. Um, so I, if I knew about fish geography, I'd be able to probably work this out because I have no idea whether trouts are um, local to Floridian waters or exactly. German waters. I'm sure they're in Germany, um florida i'm not sure you don't really hear about americans eating trout trout doesn't seem like uh the sort of fish americans eat Mm. so for that reason only i'm gonna go with germany on this one i mean it's solid reasoning at the end of the day it's
0: solid reasoning and you're 100 correct i'm right alexander doniger from come on in germany was in Va- on vacation in Austria and he wanted to play a prank on his seven-year-old twins so he tied um, put these frozen fish chucked them out, waited for them to fall and then pretended he caught them to play a prank on the, the kids, but he was arrested and they thought he was poaching and he could have landed six months in jail.
1: Amazing! I know, I know. Check out my Sherlock Holmes skills! That was actually quite impressive. You've always been good at Germany or Florida though. You just you have to listen to all the information and just you need to just imagine it happening. To the little clues. All right. What have you got for me? OK, um, so a 33 year old woman and her older boyfriend were sleeping in their bedroom about 2.30 a.m. when the boyfriend's wife stormed in with a rifle. Um, The wife pointed the weapon at her 42 year old husband and his younger girlfriend, threatening to kill them both. Um, the husband, according to the accounts. Um the husband got the gun away, but that didn't stop her apparent rampage. She urinated on the carpet outside the master bedroom, defecated on the kitchen floor, second rifle, and started destroying Christmas decorations. Um there there's some quotes, but yeah, let's go with that. That's the that's the story. There's a lot in there. There's a lot in there. There's um... a lot in there.
0: I mean, the guns automatically make me point to America, but. Like the shitting on the floor. The shitting on the floor <laughs> point me to Germany. It's, it's a 50 50 split, in all honesty. <laughs> um, what a response. I mean, if. So, say, say you found your partner cheating on you, would your first response be to. I don't think I'd have it in me to produce a shit at that moment.
1: I think, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't have been my first response before first reading one. that. <laughs> <laughs> but now I've got ideas. Yeah, exactly. I'm easily led. Um, <laughs>
0: You're just trying to push now and it's just not coming. You're like... <laughs> Ooh, you
1: yeah, wait have You, met, you <laughs>
0: son of a bitch. <laughs> <Give that> You're <laughs> whore. Okay, here we go. It's coming. <laughs> um... Purely for the guns,
1: I'm, I'm going to have to go America, Florida. I'm going Florida. Going Florida. Um, Max has said Florida, and Max would be correct. Well done. And the would be correct. Threw me off. What's really good about this is that um, I should have said um, the um, the the woman, the wife, who came in with the shotgun and did the poo. Even though this was in. <laughs> Why is blue such actually funny? It's funnier than like shit, isn't it? I don't know why. So much. Fun. Um, uh, the wife, even though it's this is in Florida, her name is Brenda Schumann. So you oh. could quite easily, if I'd given the name, you would have gone, "That's clearly a German name, right?"
0: You would have thrown me off, mate. You would have. Yeah. Thrown... Thank you for being so kind. That's all right. Okay, I've got uh, I got a story, and this is one of my personal favorites. Okay, this is called Rescue Mission for Lifeless Body, but find the Papa Smurf balloon. when a a train passenger saw a dead bearded man in a blue coat and red trousers near the railroad tracks on Tuesday evening he immediately reported it to authorities and a rescue mission started only to find that it was a Papa Smurf balloon Florida or Germany
1: (sighs) Um, this is my favourite story of all time (laughs) I don't know are the Smurfs American is it an American cartoon? Because it's got European vibes about it. When you think about it, is it like the Moomins and things like that? Like, it's it's got that weird ethereal. Like, no, the Smurfs. because no, South Park did an episode about the Smurfs, so they they're definitely aware. Smurfs are American. All Americans are very aware of the Smurf, so that's fine. Um... <laughs> that's fine. <laughs>
0: um, he was. Do you want me to read it to you again? There's not a lot of clues in this one. No, there isn't. Yeah, one more time. A train passenger saw a dead, bearded man in a blue coat and red trousers near the railroad tracks on Tuesday evening. He immediately reported it to authorities and a rescue mission was started, only to find that it was a Papa Smurf balloon. It's...
1: It's... ah, there's Yeah, there's not many clues. So, Smurfs is an American thing. I've just worked that out in my head. Um trains in the i feel i feel like germany's quite built up compared to um like florida so you don't get actually that much countryside by train in germany in my experience anyway so on a basis of probability because you're more more likely to be out on the in something that could look like a body in the countryside, I'm gonna say Florida for this one.
0: He's gonna, he's going Florida, everyone, and he's incorrect. It's Germany, ah, brutal. Dusseldorf, Germany. Dusseldorf. Dusseldorf. So, uh, yeah, they saw this, um, what they thought was a bearded man, and a helicopter helicopter crew arrived and spotted a potential victim, and even though he was wearing red pants, blue outerwear, and a red cap and a white beard, um, it was actually a partially deflated Papa Smurf balloon, and members of the rescue crew said the balloon victim looked like a little deflated but was otherwise fine, according to a press release from the district police, Ryan Kraus News. So, uh, Papa Smurf was taken to the nearest police station, but all attempts to reach relatives had failed, according to the release. They had a bit of fun with it, Jesse. The Germans had a bit of fun.
1: Oh. So, speaking of the Smurfs, um, Smurfette, right? Dangerous territory, Jesse. <laughs> she must have been passed around like a spliff.
0: There it is. <laughs>
1: There it is. No, it's a question. Like, It's yeah. a question. <laughs> it's, oh, it's a question.
0: <laughs> I want your answers on the postcard. Um, I don't really view the Smurfs as sexual beings. Like, You yeah, don't see
1: baby Smurfs knocking
0: about. I think they true. just produce from flowers or some hippie shit.
1: But we, we, and you're right, actually, because we never got any new Smurfs, did we? It was just yeah. that gang lived together. So they all came to be at the same time. And they were just there. And it was Gargamel that had the horn, because he's the one that wanted Smurfette. Yeah, which is
0: really fucked up. But if you think about it, they must age because Papa Smurf is older than all of them.
1: He is the elder, and he gets to wear a different colour.
0: Yeah, so... I don't don't have the resources to tell you the backstory of the uh, Smurf breeding programme. I just hope that she was not passed around like a spliff. (laughs) We all do, Max. We I hope do. she was respected. <laughs> Not fed any sugar cubes.
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, anyway, I did a Anyway, mime. I, I immediately regretted that mime after I did it. Um, so Probably the live medium.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also, this setup that I've like designed makes it look like this is a news show, but like the shittest news show in the world. <laughs>
1: it does with the live at the top and like the um yeah us two the, the this little is what... the
0: little scrolling bar and it's like i'm interviewing on in a
1: really sub- serious subject matter but <laughs> yeah, yeah anyway, he a really serious subject matter it's like so um <laughs> so news at 10 we will find out if Smurfed did in fact get dp'd <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just up, it's have you got
0: another one for me
1: i've got another one for you you ready Ready. Oh, I love Germany versus Florida. <laughs> right. Um, a woman is jailed for allegedly striking her boyfriend after he finished first and stopped pleasuring her during a mutual oral sex session late at night in the victim's home. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> the the woman, 50, um, Ooh. was uh, yeah, quite quite old for oral pleasure. Oh, You're never for oral pleasure you right? never too old for oral pleasure. You never too old for oral pleasure, Jesse. Um she, she was um, she was arrested on a misdemeanor charge, um, stemming from the 11 p.m. encounter. Encounter, sorry, um, in the bedroom of of her lover, who was only 32. So we've got a well bit of an age difference here. Yeah, um, Scott had dated Scott is the man. Um, Scott had dated Delian, who is the lady, um, for the last five years, on and off. Um, that's in bunny ears. So that's what someone said. Um, deputies were summoned to Delian's home by a witness who heard the couple arguing and saw Scott atop Delian punching and scratching him. She also allegedly struck Delian with a stick and threatened to hit him with a wrench before the before the tool was taken from her hand by the witness, Germany or Florida. A, who has a wrench at hand in the bedroom? Am I
0: yeah. am I doing it wrong?
1: Yes. Do you not how <laughs> how do you <laughs> Do you have a toolbox? To, how, do, how do you open it without a wrench? <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is, that we're full vibe. <laughs> The mask on <are> welding. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking what? chastity bouts every time. <laughs>
1: um, both of those names, as well, don't scream Germany or Florida. They could be either or. No, well, I, w- I was actually trying to avoid saying the names so that it didn't swerve you, but then I. Well, Scott had
0: me American, but then Delian had me go in Germany. So. Um, yeah, it's weird, right? I'm at a bit of a loss. So, so basically, she went
1: down on him. And well, they they were, they were going down on each other. I'm a, I'm picturing a 69 like a seesaw, here. like a seesaw, yeah, yeah. If that's okay. how you do it, more power, anyway. Just because I don't have a toolbox doesn't mean I got a playground, <laughs> so don't judge. You need it, you need a spirit level to stop yourself seesaw. <laughs> <laughs> back up, back up. Ooh, there's the bubble, there's the bubble, yeah. Just, yeah, just rest that on your buttock.
0: <laughs> Why the buttock? Why not the back? The most curved edge, yes, I so. don't know, yeah, I don't know, it's just funny. Funny It's <laughs> funny. <image. laughs> so mutual going back mutual and forth. Mutual sex. He probably yeah. came a bit too quickly. He stopped
1: oh no, it doesn't say that. It doesn't say I it doesn't say he lines. came. It just says he stopped pleasuring her. Yeah, but what's the reason he stopped? Yeah, maybe. Thank g- you. jizzed g- the humanity out of him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he saw peace. He was ready to open a like, hippie commune. And then she went feral. <laughs> um, you know what? All, all power to her. Like absolutely. It, it's a 50-50 split. You it, if you get one off, you gotta get the other one off. That's...
1: I hate that. You know what? I was I've been listening to I've always listened to a lot of nineties hip hop. You know this about me. Mm. But um as hip-hop creeped into the early two thousands, um, I don't know if I should talk about this so I know like family listen to this, but um like as it crept into the that. early two thousands, a lot of hip hop artists. Would talk about not pleasuring women orally and such like, like, and they'd brag about it. They'd sort of say, Yeah, I don't do that shit, like in their in their songs. And I don't understand that because that's not it's not cricket. It's not cricket, exactly. Not cricket. You shouldn't you shouldn't brag about that. You shouldn't brag about the fact that you're a um selfish lover, I yeah. don't think. My wife is unsatisfied. Go me. Yeah. That's basically, yeah, that's basically what I She just sucks my dick and I do fuck all. Uh, I don't get it. Don't get it, Dr. Dre.
0: <laughs> We're so modern and bloody liberal, aren't we? I
1: know.
0: Outrageous. Okay, let's think. Dusseldorf or Miami? Where are we landing? It's, you know what? Love is the language of the world, Jesse, and I feel like you could be angry. I'd be angry in England. I'd beat you <laughs> with a wrench if you didn't suck me off. If I stopped pleasuring you, yeah, sorry about
1: yeah. that. <laughs> Of... my lips were very sore <laughs> my jaw hurt um so, uh, i
0: don't know this is a this is a pure 50-50 split i said florida last time i'm going
1: to go germany max has said florida no you said germany this time oh. um it is in fact florida so oh, we man. are we are one right one wrong each that's exciting okay okay, okay. So it's one all basically is the logical human way of saying it. <laughs> one all is what I meant. There we go. Okay,
0: <clears throat> my last one then.
1: Okay, that, I'll I'll find um I'll find one more as well. Shall I? Shall I wait?
0: Shall I go back on a rant about satisfying your partners?
1: Uh yeah, if you could. No, it's all right. <laughs> <If> uh, <you're laughs> nice. People, it's not
0: hard. <laughs> A lot of women can't orgasm through penetration, so go down on your partners. It's nothing against you as a man. It's nothing against you as a female. Just do what's best for each other. Get each other off and leave the room happy. Go exactly. and have a nice dinner. That was that was a very short rant.
1: That was powerful though. I liked it.
0: Good. I hope everyone listening to this is slightly hornier. It's all I want from people to take away from this podcast.
1: Right, no, so all, all I've found is a headline, right? So, like, as a tiebreaker or whatever, um, okay. just one one headline that I'll give you after this one. I think I got a good one, though.
0: A man with no arms has been charged with stabbing another man with scissors. Okay, uh, two questions. Okay, I haven't got into the story, but please, <laughs> questions first. How and why? <laughs> Let me tell you. So a 46-year-old homeless man with no arms was arrested for stabbing another man with a pair of scissors using his feet.
1: There we go. He's a gifted man.
0: He stabbed, uh, this 46-year-old stabbed a 22-year-old man twice with the scissors before running away. First of all, he had to put the scissors <laughs> down, then run away. Unless, run away. That's... unless he was like running along with them in between his toes. Which is um, more
1: gifted ability.
0: But his um, he's actually quite a talented man. He's known for painting colorful works of art with his feet, according to local media. Um, and he was detained near the attack in uh, in a shopping area. And he was charged with one account of aggravated battery, which is a second degree felony. So he said he acted in self-defense. But how you have time to pick up scissors with your feet and attack a man, actually stab him as well. <laughs> Quite impressive, let's be
1: honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To have the force to actually, yeah. I don't think I could do that. That is impressive.
0: Yeah. No. So man with no arms, charged with stabbing man with scissors. What do you
1: rethink in Germany or Florida? Well, um, I think things like street painting with no arms is something you're much more likely to see on like, on a florida street than a german street because i've been to germany a few times and they they don't like people that look different mate i've got a history um Um, yeah so um i think based on that evidence just i just don't i just don't think an armless man would be allowed that much freedom in germany to paint. to paint to pick up scissors like any of it they wouldn't let him do any of it so for, for that reason, I'm saying that Florida would let this armless man just run amok and do what he wanted.
0: He's, he's come to a decision very early and he's 100% correct. According to the Miami Beach Police Department, this happened. Um, and he was being held at the Correction Center in Miami and we have a court appointment coming, but we're not sure on the result. But uh, yeah, well done, Florida. So you're now two to one. Also, if I'm in a fight with someone... And I've seen them going because, like, he'd have to physically go to pick up the scissors with his feet. Like, it's not like, because normally, if you're in a fight, someone can whip out a knife real quick and get you real fast. That's a lot
1: of effort to pick them up with your feet. Maybe he was breakdancing at the time. So he was spinning on his head. So he had his legs free. Like Hitmon Top. Just like the Pokemon Hitmon Top. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. If I ever lose my arms, that's what I'm going to compare myself to. <laughs> It's
0: on top. <laughs> First of all, you've got to learn to break down some, I'm afraid, just to, just to break it to you.
1: I can do it. Don't say I can't. Hey, I can. I'm,
0: not, I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying there's something you've got to learn. I'll get there. I'll do cool. it. All right, I look forward to this eventual accident which is <laughs> happening.
1: All right, it's two to one. I've got to get this correct. Okay, so all I've got is um, a headline and I've got the opening line because this is actually a picture, so I've just found the headline and the opening line of the article as well. But it sums it up quite nicely. OK, um, so what, what I like, uh, by the way, in this headline, I really like the use of the word now. OK, so, okay. <laughs> so listen to this headline. Um, John Colazos, fake dentistry suspect, now accused of kissing patients' buttocks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that because that means that that <laughs> that means that he's been accused of a bunch of other stuff and they're like oh and now he's done this <laughs> <laughs> hi in John <laughs> so, and the, so the opening line is um, um, oh okay so here we get this exposed a man already accused of performing dentistry without a license now stands charged of kissing a woman's rear end while treat- whilst treating her toothache
0: okay couple of things
1: as there are with all of these stories, right? Yeah. I
0: I don't know if I've been going to the wrong dentist office, but normally when I'm in the dentist chair, I'm in this position. My buttocks are firmly in the very very comfortable seat. How badly do you want a dentist seat in your living room? By the way, have you never had
1: an anal cavity? <laughs> that was such a bad joke. Ben's, we're gonna to have to call an Oh, okay. Just
0: turn around. Have at her with a drill, doctor. Well, or is it like there's a
1: little bit hanging off the edge of the seat, and he's just kissing that bit? Yeah, maybe. Like he dropped his pen or something, and he goes, "Oh, let me just pick that up while I'm down here." Also, what sexual, what,
0: what gratification are you getting from from
1: kissing an ass? Oh, I don't judge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this has got till five, don't punch it. <laughs> you know the rules.
1: But little, little, kiss, little kiss on the buttock, never hurt anyone. No, that's more romantic Kissing than Paul sexual jetic. McC- McC- Carney, we've talked about it before. He has an ass on the bottom. He yes. knows. He knows. <laughs> Paul knows. He was at the dentist. <laughs> um <laughs> So what else did he do? He, you said he'd been a he of other stuff. He was practicing dentistry without a license is what that's, he was initially. That's what he was initially pulled up on. And that's then ballsy. Yeah, so he was arrested for that. And then whilst he's he's already been arrested and this bird goes, um, "Oh, by the way, <laughs> he kissed my bottom." One more thing.
0: <laughs> he kissed my bottom. <laughs> um oh, that is a very very tricky one. Also, because I've always had this logic that you can pretty much pretend to be anything in life because no one ever checks university degrees or qualifications. So if you wanted Jesse to be some kind of
1: marketing genius, all you have to do is say that
0: you've been to university and studied it, and you'd probably be okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't check. So if you said you went to Oxford and got a first on it, they might check it. You might check. But and just go
0: go. University for a mid- of Gloucestershire of a two two. Ooh,
1: exactly. Yeah, no one cares. Yeah. Give it. Give it a mid level. Um, mid level uni, or in your case, just. Like bottom feeder, bottom the bottom. <laughs> not in the way this bloke fed on bottoms, but it... <laughs> but the thing is, like, do
0: that with like normal jobs where you can kind of like slide into an office, blend into the background. Don't do it with
1: something where you're like a doctor or something where you have to <laughs> actually do shit. Yeah, you know. And if you're doing some it just as a pretense to kiss women on the bottom, like there are easier jobs. There's than... easier ways than dentistry.
0: Yeah. In fact, dentistry is probably the worst option. If that's why you got into that line of work, they're literally lying down. Maybe you like the challenge.
1: That's true. Yeah, maybe he's a maverick.
0: I respect him. I thought you would. Um. (laughs) Oh my god. Just doesn't make any sense.
1: (laughs) It literally makes no
0: sense. It angers me.
1: I think that's the footnote of this show. (laughs) It makes no sense. (laughs) Okay. Um.
0: Again, it's going to have to be a punt. It's going to have to be a punt in the dark.
1: Florida. He said Florida. He's right. We're both... We're going to have to call that a tie. We we're, both champions. Time. we're both champions of Germany or Florida. Well done. Do well all. played, sir. Well played, Thank she- you. Shake, hands. shake yeah, Shake I hands. I you just made me spill my drink doing that. I panicked. <laughs>
0: Made me panic. Um, thank you for that. I lo- I love Germany and Florida. God bless those two nations.
1: We should, yeah. Can we do a top five German summit just so we can play it again?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder what we could pick. We'll find some. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Top five David Hasselhoff songs. <laughs> do you remember his song "Get in My Car"? That's why. Yeah. I no, jump in my car. Jump in my car. Jump in my car. <laughs> it was an amazing. And then he got more aggressive as the song went on. <laughs> yeah, jump in my car.
1: <laughs> They used to play it on the Adam Carolla show, didn't they? Like, If there was ever a slight awkward silence on their show, they would just drop in, jump in my car. (laughs) Treasure.
0: I need a drop man. I need a drop man. That's what I need. That's the end of the show. Happy Independence Day. We've given you who you need to root for as your American heroes. We've also given you stories from your nation's heart that shows the best kind of people that you have in your land.
1: We do. And some German ones, just for the lols,
0: Just for the lols, because they're basically the America of Europe. <laughs> Jesse, where can people go if they want more information? I can actually do a little ticker at the bottom. I don't really Ooh. need you anymore.
1: Oh, what? So, well, people listening, because there are still people listening, Max. You've, you've forgotten about the listeners. You're just, um, looking at the viewers now. Uh, so you can listen to um, all of our stuff, subscribe to us, all that good stuff, at a little website called gottool5.com got till
0: five.com. also subscribe to this youtube channel if you're watching and you can check out all of our other live streams because i do enjoy doing them so much follow us on twitter at got till five we'll be back in two weeks time when i will be an old old man along with jesse to do another top five for your listening pleasure until then we hope you have a wonderful fortnight from myself and jesse's eyebrows we wish you goodbye and good night bye love you bye broadcast has ended.